What it do me gente, I hope you guys love that intro. Welcome to Fish Nation Podcast. I am your host, The Fish. Yes, you heard it right, Fish. So when you listen to this podcast, you know you're listening to Fish Nation, okay? And your host, myself, Fish. So uh, earlier, I went ahead and uh, let you guys know that we're here in Virginia, where I'm at right now, uh, close to D.C., we're facing this uh, storm, blizzard. Uh, nothing yet to report. So you guys can actually continue betting. Nothing will happen so far. Uh, it's a safe bet. Go ahead, put a penny on it if you want. You know, make a two cent out of it, whichever way you guys want to do. So I want to go ahead and take this moment to go ahead and announce. I went ahead and... I screenshot uh, my first podcast and I went ahead and spread it out through everything through Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Snapchat. And if anything, I'm a big Snapchat guy. I love Snapchat. Snapchat saves lives, I'll be honest with you. So, uh, save mine. And that's a whole different story. That's a whole different segment. I'm not going to get into it tonight. It is a Friday night. It's pretty nice everywhere you go. Uh, I have my uh, friends out in Jersey telling me it's nice out there. People in NYC tell me it's nice out there. People down south of Jersey tell me it's nice out there. People out in PA tell me it's nice out there. People in Florida tell me it's nice out there. People in Cali tell me it's nice out there. People in Seattle tell me it's nice out there. Hell, I got an email from my friends in the Philippines uh, out in Lucena, and they said it's nice out there. So it's nice everywhere. So there's a lot of love, a lot of peace, and a lot of good weather to enjoy and be calm about it. So that being said, I don't know how to carry this newly profound journey of mine to do podcasts. I will tell you this. I've always had this fascination to be like the next Elvis Duran. Yes, Elvis Duran. I'm a Northern Jersey boy. I'm from Jersey City. And New York City is right across. I live right there in McGinley Square area. And the train right there in Journal Square. It's just... I mean, you could walk it and... You could get tired if you're just like really out of shape. <laughs> but it's just like right there. It's like crossing the street. And... The beauty part of living in Jersey City and going to New York is that you have both worlds all in one. And we're not that far apart. And what happens in Jersey City happens in New York City. I got friends and family out in the Bronx and Brooklyn, Long Island, Queens, you know, Long Island City, you know, of course, um, Flatbush, you know. All the way up there in Far Rockaways and uh, Yonkers. So it's, it's when people say, well, you're from Jersey. You must know a lot more of the Jersey Shore. I don't. I know more of New York. And, of course, the city. By far the only, they say Vegas never sleeps. And that's true. I've been to Vegas. And it's nice, but... You want to pack your shit and get the fuck out of there as soon as you can. And it's only a momentary thrill. But when you're in New York, you want to stay there. Um, so I don't know with this profound journey, now that I want to go ahead and do this podcast and be like the next Elvis Durant, which is 
Z100 morning show famous radio talk show host. Um, I've always kind of like looked at him as a mentor. Um, he doesn't know me. I, I would love to meet this guy. Handshake him, you know, give him a big hug because he's really helped me through a lot of moments in my life. Just putting on, you know, turning the radio on and then here, there he is, he's speaking. And when he started with iHeartRadio, which I, I firmly believe he started it. Um, maybe I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure he's like the pinnacle of it all. Um, I said, you know what, let me try this podcast. Right? Let me get my word out. Since it doesn't seem like a big issue for people to listen to people, it's just a contact. You know, like, oh, who the fuck wants to listen to fish? Who the fuck wants to listen to fish? What does he have to say that's so important for him to take X amount of time from his Friday night to just like kind of infiltrate my Friday night? And then you have to think to yourself and go, you know what? You got to hear this guy. He's super stupid funny. And there's something about him that I'm like, who is he? I want to know him. So I'm taking this journey and I want to do good by you guys. So as the, the, the description of what I talk about in modern times, past times, the, you know, uh, in the future, in love and life and comedy, I also want to talk about hardships and craziness and what the fuck is going on with this world. I'll tell you this. I know, as a personal like uh, feeling, as a personal experience, that I fucked up. Okay? But didn't fucked up in the sense that the forces were against me either way. I'll tell you why. Our president. <sighs> Some of you are ah, oh, you're going to be political. Hear me out. Just follow me through. I went to vote. First time I actually voted. I, the, the last time I voted was for Obama, which he won, and I was happy for that. This turnaround, I figured, you know what? I'm going to go vote for Trump. Now, yes, you guys are going, wow, you really said that out loud? Yes, I did. The only reason I said that because I always admired the guy. He pushes through. He's obnoxious, but he pushes through. He has a lot of bravery to him about his business and stuff. But I never thought, like, presidential stuff, you know, business-wise. Alright, you know, he pushes through and he makes things happen. He creates these nice buildings and developments and, you know, golf courses and things like that. I mean, the guy, like, I mean, even when he's down, he still manages to pick himself up. So I always found that, like, encouraging. When he ran for president, I did not foresee that this idiot was going to do this shit. I'll tell you one thing as a side note I really super freaking disliked him. Throwing paper at people. Like, who the fuck are you? Like, I've, I felt offended. And I'm an American-born boy. Jersey boy. And I felt offended. I took offense to that. Like, you're going to throw paper at me? Like, you son of a bee. You know? But that that's what's going on now. But before, like I said, I admired the guy. I felt like, you know, the guy will probably do good. So I go to the, I, I registered, I went to vote. And I go there and I see the big, you know, I'm in the booth and I'm looking at all these things, you know, all the buttons and whatnot. And, you know, they have like who 
you want for like uh, city council and this and that. I don't really know much of any of this stuff. So I'm just like, well, uh, I like this guy. I like this lady. You know, they're all over the place. Advertisement, right? It always buys you in. And then president. So we have the other two. I don't remember who they are, but then you got Trump and Hillary. I accidentally thought that I was going to press Trump. I pressed Hillary. Right? And the son of a beast still won. And I pressed Hillary. And I, you know what? I've come to terms right now that I think that it would have been nice to follow up the best cheesecake. I look at Barack Obama as the best cheesecake you possibly have, right? With a nice cup of cappuccino. Or macchiato. I'm a macchiato guy. But I don't drink coffee, by the way. But I will have a macchiato. I'm a tea guy. Chai tea. But I will have a macchiato. You know. She would have been perfect. Why am I bringing this up? Because as a Latino host of Fish Nation, I'm not an immigrant. My parents are not immigrants. They migrated here, but they're not immigrants. But I know a big amount of people who are immigrants. And they're not just Latinos. They're European. They're black. They're Asian. They're all sorts of ethnicities that are immigrants. Italians and Polish and Russians and Ethiopians and Egyptians and Everybody, I, 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 as the fish, I've taken it upon myself to meet and know everyone, the full spectrum, not just one side of color, not any of that, just everybody. And I tell you this, we're living in a fucked up world where we have somebody that even by accident got a presidential position. Other people, because they just figure like, well, this is going to be the last four years I'm going to work. Let's just, let's just, you know, let's just humor this guy and ruin everybody's lives. They're not going to know who I am anyway. I want you all to know it affects everybody. And the reason why I'm saying that is because now we're going to go into this chapter. I want to talk about love, peace, life, and comedy, right? And... It's very difficult to go ahead and balance out comedy with tragedy because you need time. And just yesterday or the day before, the police officers in New York shot a, uh, a black man. He's on the news down because they thought he had a weapon. And when you really come to see the news in depth, he, he actually was walking around and pretending he had a weapon and just kept like, you know, showing up to people and just like pointing it at them. So who wouldn't panic? I would panic. You would panic if somebody did that. Here's my thing. Why did they have to shoot him 10 times? Why didn't they tase him? See, this is what I'm talking about. We need to live in a peaceful world where if they would have said, and oh, by the way, no body cams. Really, New York? No body cams. Either you had them and you shut them off, or you really just forgot to wear it. You're like, oh, I forgot it at home. Uh, you got the whole.
whole public watching it. You got everybody in that vicinity right there watching your ass. Anywhere you go in this country, everybody is looking out for Popo. You see 5-0, you're like, oh shit, let me pull into this gas station and just like pretend I'm gonna go get a banana or something. So don't don't fucking say nobody saw you. We all saw you. Like we literally saw you. Why shoot the dude ten times? That's crazy. Ten times ten times? And this is what I heard off I get my my um, news from Snapchat. It's uh, tidbits, but they're just to focus on the important relevant stuff. I'm like ten times? I mean don't you think one would take enough? And what are they afraid of? Even if he did have a weapon and he shot it back at them, then okay, all right, everybody shoot. It's a warfare kind of thing. You know, let's just kind of see it like that. But even that was not the case. Homie didn't have a gun. He had some weird thing he made up or he probably found. But ten times? See, this is what I'm saying. That brutality... There's no need for that. You know? And I have friends and family that go through this on a daily basis. I have friends and family that are police officers. They're firefighters. They're in the Army, Marines, Navy. And on top of that, I know people that went through the school shooting in Parkland. And it affects me because it's like, it, you know... It's, it's really unfair what's going on. Look at the lady the other day on YouTube. <laughs> to the YouTube headquarters. You, you would think like, okay, Fish is doing his podcast out of his headquarters. And somebody just comes and shoots up my house. You know? It's like, uh, what the freak, man? Lady? People? I'm not trying to get you guys to be negative on this first chapter of my podcast. But I want you guys to just know that the more that we focus on being aware, be conscious, and just really kind of just look at things in a, in, a, in a full spectrum of let's not hurt each other, let's help each other. Like if you see somebody fall on their knees and you know, say, hey, can I help you up? Maybe they'll be aggressive and say no. But at least you offer to help. And maybe they'll receive the help. And you did something good. And that's, you know, that's all you wanted to do. If we can put ourselves in a position where we can respect and care for each other. I think that the shootings like that. Stuff that happened down in Florida. Stuff that happens in other cities. Stuff that happens to our friends won't be as drastic. And, you know, when you go out there and enjoy your Friday night, enjoy it. Have fun. Relax. We only live one life. The one thing we cannot avoid is death. And death will come in any way, in any shape or form. And people say, oh, if I go out there, I'll get shot. No, you can cross the street and not look at the don't walk sign and get hit. Because you have your earbuds and, you know, you didn't hear the horn. Or, you know, you drop your phone and you were picking it up and get hit by a bicycle and the bicycle pushes you into a truck. Who knows? I mean, 
It's like Final Destination shit. And that's why I don't watch that nonsense. Because it just gives me nightmares. It's just weird. I like to watch funny shit. But, <clears throat> on a lighter note, I hope you guys enjoyed my podcast. I hope I was informative. I hope I was encouraging in some way. But if not, then it is what it is. It's my podcast. I'm the writer, the producer, the host. And, well, I'm happy for that. And hopefully I get famous like Elvis Duran. And I can interview all these nice pop stars and artists and actors and, you know, maybe get interviewed by him one day. Who knows? Now, I will tell you this. It's, I can't be funny right now because there's a lot of pain going on in my world right now that uh, I have to wait for the next chapter, the next page, right? But I will tell you this. You really have to figure out what to do in order to be someone of a person of interest, right? I don't know if you guys remember the show Lost. I, to this day, still don't know what the fuck is... What was that? I Google it, and even Google... Did you mean Lost? Like, yeah, the show. I don't know what happened. So if anyone wants to go ahead and send me messages and tell me what was that all about in that black uh, air thing, cloud, what was that about? What is all of this? I'm super confused. To this day, I, I, I mean, I lose sleep over this shit. I still wonder, like, what the fuck was up with Lost? They need to redo that for like simple-minded individuals with dumb, dumb heads like myself. Anyway, go out tonight. Have fun. Listen to your best music. Uh, you know your playlist. Pick out. You know you should always have that playlist that is like, yeah, I'm about to bump on this motherfucker. Yeah, kind of shit. I got a lot of friends. that are girls. They have the best playlist. They don't. They fucking when they they. When they click on their playlist, like, what's this? Like, boom. oh, shit. You heard that bass? Mm-mm. My dudes is always like, yo, check this shit out. And it's their beats. I'm like, yeah, I'm not into your shit. Can we put some biggie? You know? So, guys, have fun tonight. Like I said, please be aware. Be cautious. Be nice to people. Be nice to yourself. Respect. Be respectful for yourself. Have fun. Enjoy life. And spread spread the word of being nice and kind to people. Maybe sometimes you'll be the voice that they needed to hear. And, and, you know, like I said, be safe. And, you know, keep listening to my podcast. I will try to deliver a joke. Um, so thank you very much for your time. And listen to me as much as you can because I really want to become your star. All right? So thank you very much. Go have fun, guys. I'll catch up with you guys tomorrow or maybe later tonight. Bye. And to fucking want you and to fucking meet you when you are here, you are beating yourself down, thinking the worst of yourself. Who the fuck wants a person like that?
I want you to be better. I want you to love yourself. I want you to be happy with yourself. Fuck about what everybody else think or say about you. Fuck See, I food. don't care about what people think. And I don't, put, I don't put myself in that position as well. It's just that I, I, I go through my own shit with all the past, my present, and then it almost seems like the present is almost clear. Because sometimes the present is a surprise in a way. And then the future is a super surprise because you never know what you're going to get. And right now, as a present time, like I don't know. If, if Look, am I gonna today? have a girlfriend? Uh, am I am I'm I gonna go me. ahead and open my company? Am I this and that? Am I gonna get out of this situation with this company? You know, with this situation with a jail? You see, that's my thing. I don't like to not be in control. You have an. Well, I can't stop because that's just I'm not built that way. I'm not built to step back. I'm built to step. 10 th- steps forward Do you and understand face that it head on. It's because of the decisions that you have made in the past. So whatever you decide today is how what you determine what your future is going to be. So if you keep making the same bullshit mistake, guess what? You're always going to have a fucking bullshit life. Well, I, I don't know what to do. I think you're a smart guy. You know, I, I really think you're a smart guy. Well, I told you already, I'm not stupid. I make dumb decisions, and most of them are really all on me. Listen, you start like, stop look, making like I said, because I well, think if, you're making If you say I'm making excuses, that's one thing. But I'm not making excuses. I made all of this happen where other people react, and their reaction is because of what I did. And so I have to literally appreciate the consequences of my actions and I don't have no grudges against them. Absolutely none. They're right. If I was in their group and it was like my brother or my sister doing something like that, I would be in the same group. But here's the thing. Everybody wants to get validated on what they did right, what they helped with, what they extended their arm for, and none of them did anything. All they did was ask, 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 take, and leave. And then when I say, hey, can you help me? Oh, mm, I can't. And then on top of that, they want to fucking sugarcoat it. Oh, well, you know, he has a thing, you know. But it never seemed to matter when I was all up and good. Everybody knows it. Everybody knows it. And I'm glad that everybody knows that I'm a force to be reckoned with in the sense that I can do so much good and so much bad there that there's an equilibrium between them both. Because a lot of people try really hard to do good and fail. And a lot of people do bad and they fail. But there's nobody that can do bad and good all at the same time and actually do both drop and go up in the same and that's me that's why i tell people listen i'm gonna tell you something when i worry you worry you shouldn't worry and now and i appreciate what you're telling me 
but I'm going to stick to my guns. I'm going to stick to my person, to my belief. I'm going to stick to what I know what to do best because I'm being honest. And I think that my honesty will break right through the walls. And it and then and, and the fact that I'm very, very intuitive, I'm clever. I know how to create a fourth lift, a fourth grade level fucking coherent sentence at the most and deliver it. And I'm gonna get this shit resolved. I'm gonna have an absolution on it. And I'm gonna achieve my dreams. But my whole point is for what? This is nice. Everybody goes, how is it that you were able to stay in hotels for the last? Because even you said it, you're going to another bank? I've never been stupid. I do dumb things. Hell, I shut HSBC only because they were supporting fucking cartels. I don't want to be part of that shit. I shut that shit down the moment I fucking left the Philippines. I want to be part of that. I had 20 G's there. No lie. I shut that shit down. Well, people don't know that. I was a, I, I, I am a guy of money, and I never cared for it. I could get it. That's nice. Thank you. That's why I put myself in a very high standard, but not obnoxious, but carelessly understand how to be empathetic. Because I would donate. I go to charities. I donate there. I go to the shelters, I donate there. I go to to different events that that they will be charitable and is donated kind of thing and I do it. And people are like, Oh shit, you're you're just dishing out like Yeah, because it's it's for them, man. They need it. Like I'm saving it and I don't even think I'll ever use it. They need it, they can use it. Oh, but you, you're cold-hearted. I'm not cold-hearted. I have to do cold-hearted shit, but I'm not cold-hearted. I mean, my my big motto is, it's a doggy-dog world. Who takes the biggest bite? Trust me, I take a big bite. So, yeah, I fuck with all the wrong. And I fuck with all the right. But I never lose that medium where I know who I am. That's why it bothers me that when I do wrong and it affects people, you know, I come to that kind of like fruition where I realize that it's it's me. You know, I I caused all of this. Like, you're frustrated and you're upset. And you're sharing your your thoughts and your opinions and your 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 counsel and and everything and all of that is because of me 
Now, if I said, oh, it's because you didn't get to see that one client earlier and the client from the day before, now, now, I'm, now I'm throwing excuses why you're so upset. That's not the case. You're focused on me. I'm upsetting you. And if I said something to you and you slapped me because it triggered it, you know, it just, it, it, it just, it was like the last the last thing you needed to hear that really pushed it to that level. And maybe you trust me enough to not do nothing. Because, I mean, you can't just go freelance and slap somebody. You knew that you knew, you know at that moment that I, you could trust me enough to slap me, take the hit, get that out of your system, and I could hug you, and I forgive you, and cry on to me like I cry on to you. Like, I get it. Why is that so wrong? Why does it have to be justified? This is a personal matter. And if you're saying that, that that's not the way the judicial system sees it, I get it. Because they want to keep things in order. Because if they didn't, then everybody will slap everybody. But we're not an example. Find somebody else. So if you're saying that I'm making excuses, I'm not making excuses. I'm trying to find the reasons that it makes sense, that it's sensible, that that it's okay. I'm not saying like what they did to that homeboy over there in Brooklyn or the Bronx, they shot him 10 times. I mean, homeboy was acting kind of stupid. Me showing up and people grabbing them by the neck and like pointing a, a, a what seemed like a gun and it was just some this weird concoction that he created or wherever he found it. They didn't have to shoot him ten times. They could have tased him. They could have tased him. You know, and disciplined him. They shot him ten times. I mean, this is what I get off the news feed on Snapchat. Ten times on somebody that, you know, like, I know he added, you know, he was doing erratical things, but he never shot anybody. And then when he gets approached, he, you know, he aims at them, and then they they thought he was going to shoot, and then they shoot ten times. Not even a tase. This is where I'm, like, about, like, the gun control, and also, like, what the fuck, man? One shot could take somebody out. At least bring them down for a second. See what happens in the art of war. Shoot one, let me hear two. Ten times? And he had a stupid little whatever that thing was. We'll never know what's his story. Was he on drugs? Was he schizophrenic? Did he have Alzheimer's? Did he... Was he on drugs? Was he dealing with depression? Was he dealing with anxiety? We'll never know. What we do know is that he was erratical and he got shot 10 times. When I think one would have done enough. 
And honestly, I don't think that you should shoot. I think you should taser. He doesn't seem like a threat because I think there's a judgment call. If he didn't shoot in the first five seconds, tase him. That's how I feel about my situation with my sister. Like, you know, she just slapped me. It's not a big deal. She just tased me. They're making a big deal out of it. So I'm not saying what you're saying is wrong. I'm just saying that we have to find that equilibrium of sensibility of where more or less it seems erratical and then radical and then like like coherent. Like it's just like okay. It doesn't, like, I mean, I don't think that any of those officers cannot tell that, that that little thing that he had in his hand was a joke or, like, a little toy gun kind of thing. I mean, one of them had to realize that. So it's like me. She slapped me. I mean, you got to see that is an innocent thing. She slapped Don't you get slapped by your wife or your sister or punched by your brother? Like, you don't see anybody calling the cops on you. That's called domestic violence. But it's but you're with your brother and father. What if it was your father or your mother? Are you really gonna let them go to jail because they they slapped you or punched you because they they felt offended on something you said? I mean, there's there's a tradition, a cultural respect there, a tradition that they're not seeing it. They, they want to make this shit political and justified. Like, wouldn't you be upset if, okay, my dad slapped me or my mom slapped me and then they get, they get arrested? Wouldn't you go, and I hate to say this, some type of way? Being that you were the one that instigated the whole situation in the, you know, in that moment? I mean, would you want your mom to get arrested in front of everybody? On something so innocent in the sense that it's your mother. She has the right to do that. She birthed you. Like, what are you, I mean, where, 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 where do we stop? I don't even care where do we stop. Where did we just not understand that that is actually something that is admissible? Because it started with not like whooping kids. Because I've been whooped. And that's why I'm a straight man for this day. An honest man. A straightforward individual. A hardworking individual. I'm not none of these kids. And I'm not saying they're doing wrong. Like, but like all this freedom and liberty shit. I'm an advocate on anything. But they're not raised the way we were raised in the 80s, 70s, 80s, 90s. So, is, would you say, yeah, arrest my mother, fuck her. A church-going woman that you offended and slapped you because you affected her and triggered a nerve that she over-suppressed very hard? Would that be right? That's a question I'm asking you. Would that be right? I guess it has to do with your the cultural differences. 
You know, you because didn't my the question. Mom, don't 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 detour. Would that be right? Would you want your mother to get arrested if she slapped you after something that you said to her that struck a nerve? Of course not. You don't want. Okay, that. then. Well, then that's where but I'm that's, at. That's different. Okay, that's no, your no, mom. No, 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 no it's not different. It's the same kind. That's different. We're talking about the same situation. If she it's is your different. mother and she and slapped the, and you, you know on something you know. that you let your feelings and emotions get overwhelmed, and you said something that triggered her to a point where she felt I, I so know, super different. hurt, and she slapped I'm, I'm, you. I feel is no, it's different because it's your and, mother. And is she wrong? And also, does she deserve to get arrested? It's not the same. It's different because you it's your mother. Now, if you tell me, listen to me. Look, my brother Henry and I, we don't get along. I'm gonna tell you this, my you brother Henry and I, because you know you would not want that. No, we don't get along. Now, my brother got you up. Do not want your mother to me. get arrested. I no, I'm not, I, I said no, because it's not the okay, same. Then, you cannot the same compare. You that's not. But you're comparing apples and oranges. It's not the same. Now, I'm going to give you a similar scenario. My brother and I almost got into a fire at my mother's house. Now, my, my brother would sue me and take me to court, okay? But if, if he does that, I will make fucking sure that I will fucking break his face. If I'm going to go to jail... Let me fucking go to jail with my, my fucking face. Well, that's sibling. <laughs> because I can't stand my brother. Hey, I, I, I can't say that for my sisters and my brother. I, I love them, but... I can't, and, I can't and, and stand my brother. we never had that friction. And the thing is that to me, every action has a reaction. And yeah, but, every... But and every if time you saw you your brother as your father... But if you I'm never seen. No, I will never see my brother as my father. I, I have a I'm father. I'm just saying, in the best case scenario, just the way I see my sister as my mother, who takes care of me here, because I'm by myself. I'm by myself. I've been. You, I've, 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 like, how old are you? You're years old. Grow the fuck up, man. Say that shit out loud. What the fuck? What? I have to say it. Somebody needs to bring you to fucking reality. No, I'm tired of hearing that. I'm turning 34. We'll keep it at that. You're 38. You're an <laughs> asshole. I still love you, asshole. And just so you know, I'm actually recording us for this podcast. Good. Chapter three. Good. I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad that you know now because I, I did it sneakily. Yeah, like a little... Because I've been Good. recording for us. Good. Because that's why I want to talk about modern, past, present, live, love, life, comedy. But see, this is where we're getting on the, the like on the hardcore topics. Because a lot of people suffer through this, and then and like. It sucks that we have to have people that probably didn't even go through this, you know? They're good at how to make judgment calls, you know, how to judge it, but they never lived through it. And if they did, then good for you because, you you know, once you express yourself honestly. I mean, I, I, I've been to a lot of court situations where I never felt like I had to convince them. I'm being honest. You know, like, I never had to convince them as a sales pitch. Because I've been there. I mean, I've done cold calling. I've done SIDAC. 
I've sold cars, I've worked for tips, and all of that was just an act in a sort of way, you know, but that's why I didn't continue any of those positions because I realized, like, I'm an honest guy, like, it hurts me that they don't. It got to the point where a lot of the passengers from when I worked in the airport, they never gave me tips, but they said that I really like you. You work here every day? Like, well, for the most part, um, I'm off on Fridays, but I'm here during the weekend and then Monday, I'm off on Fridays. Let me have your number. And I would give them my cell phone number. This was the, I had a beeper. It wasn't even a cell phone. It was a beeper number. I remember, uh, I think it was Alcatel with Verizon or something. I had a green beeper. And that was my phone number. I had a beeper. And people, like, if you go, like, damn, how old are you? I had a beeper. Like, the beep, 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 and vibrate at the same time. And that thing was black and white. We use a text message through beeper. You know how you used to do the hello with the three three L one one O? I yeah, I had a beeper. So don't make me out like I'm not fully in involved with the past. I have not forgotten my past. Okay, I had a beeper, and you know, like doo -doo 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 -doo. hello, like wow, you know. And you go find a payphone, which was like your best cell phone then. And you carry a shitload of coins because you have to make a phone call. And and we have coins. It's only to like modern times went into uh you you were able to like put a card, like the metro card to take the train. And, and it was just like, all right, you put $5 in this. This is where prepaid started coming up. Like, I, you would say, like, where the fuck are you from? Like, the 1900s? You know? It's like, no. I, you know, when I was there when internet started. My dad bought the first computer. And my my cousin was like, oh, this, like, oh, I know about technology and shit. I read all the books. And he set up this whole thing and AOL came around and I was like oh shit strawberry22.com I've been there I've learned enough to understand but then here's the problem that innocence I don't know where it went and it's not a because of the internet or anything it's just that as you mature and the things that I went through I realized, like, you know, family is more important. None of this is really that big of a, you know, of a big importance. It's just technology. I always saw it like, like, it's just a thing. It's like a new carburetor. Because in my lifetime, my dad we would replace a carburetor, the air filter, a radiator hose. Flush out the radiator, change the oil out in the streets, change the brakes, take the tire off, you know, change the, the brake pads and the calipers and all that. And, and, and these are the things that I've learned. So as I mature, 
I use those things and then the work ethic and the truck and working on the truck. Me and my brother like rebuild the engine together. Me and my brother rebuilt the Blue Dolphin. It was a, a, a 96 Mack Conodyne. 425 engine. Boom. We, we rebuilt the engine ourselves. And that truck roared. And I drove that truck as, as a working vehicle while after high school. And to me, that's why I'm like, if I could push myself to those things that I cannot do, that I didn't even think that I could do, then I can do this. So that's the big part of being stubborn. Even Eileen says it. You're stubborn. But see, that's the thing. I... If I let down, then I feel like I, I didn't even give up. I'd rather, I'd rather have the opportunity to know that I should give up than just to give up. I want to fight this through, all the way through. Because if, if, if there's a losing factor, I want to lose. But just take it all the way to the losing thing. They know all the way to the losing, you know, uh, mark. Because if if I just say, "Oh, I can't handle this," I, I'm not one of those that like, "Oh, I I never know what I what would have happened," kind of thing. I'm the kind of person that I regret not pushing because I just want to know. If I lose, I could deal with it. I could come to terms with that. But if I win, then I know that I push myself and I don't regret not pushing myself. I don't want to be the guy in the sideline saying, quit it, man. Just chill right here. I, I can't do that. I've I, I never done that. Like, as far as I can go back, I can't, I, I've never been that. Even when I cut my, the back of my knee above my, my calf, I bled. I, 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 I practically would have been dead, to be honest with you, because all the blood gushing, it was just like rapid waters of blood. And my brother took off his shirt. My brother, I remember my brother, take off. he took off his shirt. He wrapped it, he wrapped it tight. He put a tourniquet on it. And we went to my dad, and my dad was like, no. And I stood there for hours. He didn't know. We didn't even know how to tell him, um, I'm bleeding to death. And then, here I am. We never gave up. We never gave up. You know, like when I was playing for tennis, against the county and it started raining my opponent was like oh it's raining we're gonna cut this short I was like are you afraid of water no and then we played tennis it was 30-40 I'm winning and then it was 40 love we're tied then we back to went you know where I'm on the up and then I sliced it right in the middle of the rain Sliced the ball, the ball went over to him, went back, hit the net, he lost. The judge 
did even know that even was possible. He had to talk to other judges, and he said, "Yeah, that's that's legal. That yeah, you could do that." And and I beat him in the ring, right there in Lincoln Park. In Lincoln Park, and that day, earlier I passed my driver's test, and I got my license. And on that day, when I went home, my dad gave me my car. He bought me a car. I didn't even know he was even planning this. He bought me a car. He bought me a car. And the car was right there on Storms Avenue. Right in front of the basketball court. Right there on 94 and 96 Storms. He, right there. And that day, I turned 16. April 10th, 1996. That day, I turned 16. That day, I passed my driver's test. That day, he got me a car. That day, I won the Hudson County gold medal in tennis. That day, forever will be the triumphant day of my life. So when you tell me to let up, I can't, and I will not. I am a fighter, and I am a champion, and I am the number one heavyweight, undisputed, number one contender, and I'm going to go through this head on. And give me your consequences, give me your reasons and your judgments, because I'm going to make sure that I will second question yourself. You will have that. I'll deal with it. There's no problem with that. But I will have you second question yourself. Because I'm the good bad guy. Bad at being good and good at being bad.